Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you could have first heard this episode nine months ago if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clement's each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your ticks. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go. This is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Dawson. Pow, pow, pow. I'm Sam Delaney. So what? Oh, he forgot to leave out his new addendum to his nickname. Oh, there. Sam Nifty Delaney. Have you Nifty. noticed? Have you noticed that I have um, changed my Twitter name? I haven't noticed to that. Include no, I haven't been Nifty. looking at your Twitter. Is it? I like the yeah. <laughs> it now says Sam Nifty Delaney. And I saw a thing you'd done yesterday on your Johnny Friendly thing on Instagram. When yeah. you were looking back to when you were younger and talking about Adidas, and yeah. I thought you were going to refer to yourself as Nifty and that, but you didn't. <laughs> I should have done. That's when I've really lost it. I'm trying to introduce Nifty to everything. I think you. I think you used the sentence in it back when I was a nipper, and mm, I, and I, know, I, oh, I kind of saw that, and I thought, "Oh, he's oh. put Nifty." Oh, when he I hasn't. was known in the playground as Nifty, uh, partly for my footballing skills, but also for other reasons. The playground and the local crime scene. I'm re-registering in, like, for instance, anyone I write for. I've asked for my byline to be changed. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to get new copies of my books printed with Sam Nifty. I'm just trying. I'm really doing it. I've got the time on lockdown. I'm trying to change yeah. everything. I'm trying to change my passport and everything. I can really see it taking brand off, up, haven't you? Yeah. Going to do some t-shirts. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Good luck with that. I can't just disassociate myself from all of that right now. That's a, an individual well, solo project. Just remember, you were like this when I originally invented my now world-famous catchphrase, I'm Sam Delaney, so what? And you were like, ah, yeah. oh, bit self-aggrandising, isn't it? Inventing your own catchphrase. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. And then, in the end, you were like, I'm Andy Dawson, pow, 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 because you mm. realised the power mm. of a catchphrase. You'll yeah. do the same, mate. You just haven't pulled it yet, but you're going to have a nickname. And when well, you do, mine's... I will back you. Mine's kind of already there. It's not one I'm going to make up myself. It's one that was gifted to me when I used to be on the on the occasional staff at Front Magazine. Right. Uh, I was eventually referred to, probably because of me uh, me writing skills, mm. as uh, Awesome Dawson. No, shut up. So, you can't choose that. there we go. Awesome Dawson. Yeah. What's wrong with that? Okay, so you can say, and I'm Andy Awesome Dawson. Yeah. Yeah, all right. I just not, thought I'm, it was a I bit. I might not though. Mine's a bit I might more, think of one for myself. Mine's a bit more subtle, nifty, uh, and it's got a oh, backstory. Right. Whereas your one's a bit like, I'm just awesome. Simple <laughs> as that. I'm just an awesome person. But the backstory of that way? is my In entire life. Way, I'm just generally awesome. 
Yeah. It would oh, be like whatever. it would be like going around saying that your nickname was Ace, which is the funniest nickname <laughs> to call yourself. <laughs> How does someone get given that as a nickname? Uh, I think unless they choose it themselves. I think you probably have to be a top fighter pilot. Mm. It's from the I fighter think. pilot realm, isn't it? Yeah, it I is. think so. I think you'd have to be like a real top, a Top Gun, basically. It is the, there's an ace in Top Gun? Is I've never seen Top Gun. I it's don't one know. of the many films I've never seen, but I think there's an ace in that, isn't there? Uh, no, it's Maverick and Iceman. Is it? Oh well, all right. And then. Goose. Maybe there's right. an ace. But Ace is the ultimate thing to claim you were called at school. I was called mm. Ace. Why? Well, I, I don't know. You'd have to ask them. It was probably because I was like, had, had shagged the most girls, was mm. top of every class and captain of the football team. Uh, could That could have been the reason. I don't know. Mm. Yeah. And Andy Ace Dawson. Nah, awesome's but, better, but, isn't it? I think there's something even better than that. I, I think you've got to have self-appointed, really, haven't you? You can't it, use one that someone else I think if you. it's got an element of, crypt, uh, like, if it's cryptic in some way, because it makes me mm. think interesting. So, mm. for instance, if you were called, and this, just, this isn't good, but just as an example, Andy, the generator, Dawson. Like, yeah. go, oh, the generator. Yeah. Why the generator? What's, What's the, the story, story there? It sounds cool, but I'm not quite sure why. Mysterious. Mm. Yeah, exciting. That's what I Whereas think Nifty's something like. Got. Whereas something like Dogfucker is quite, yeah. you know. Yeah. It's an open book, that. Dogfucker does. I didn't uh, appoint that to myself there. You you did that. Well, I just I'm, said I'm as a nickname in general. I don't want will, that to spread. This will put paid to our Radio 2 Tea Time show um, yeah. dreams. Even just a guest slot for a week. Yeah. We're just covering Steve Wright in the afternoon, which yeah. I think we'd be perfect for. But not if you're going to insist on being... If you insist with the BBC bosses that you are introduced <laughs> as dog fucker. I mean, what about when Zoe Ball's got a trailer in the morning? And yeah. um, in the afternoon show, Steve's away having a well-earned break. So we're going to be joined by some new new voices on the radio, uh, Sam Delaney and Andy Dogfucker Dawson, and and the boys the boys uh, join me now. What do you got coming up on the show? <laughs> uh, well, we've got um, uh, Michael Balls coming on to talk about his new album, a cover versions. <laughs> I've got the uh, I've got the trainer of last year's Cruft winner. <laughs> she's coming on she's bringing the dog in oh, which be is a gamble from our point of view I tell you watch your backs lads everyone's <laughs> <laughs> like how did these two get I think uh, I think we'll, we'll most likely just get the overnight slot that OJ Borge does probably. who does that OJ Borge oh I don't know OJ Borge yeah he does he used to do the lottery draw good fella oh, oh okay if we're going to be dog fucker, we're only going to get the would, overnight. I've we? done overnights before on Talk Sport, um, and I really All don't. Night. I don't have fond memories of it. It was my first gig about, I guess, ten years ago on Talk Sport. That was like my foot in the door. They said, "Do a week of overnights, see how you get on," and it it worked out. Um, it was just four nights actually, but it was five hour shows. Probably felt like Vietnam. It was fucking... To be honest, I was excited to be doing it because I liked the station and I thought this is a good opportunity. 
Yeah. And thankfully I didn't get stuck on the overnights, you know, like some people mm. would. I just got I got a bump up. And it was good practice. You're doing five hours a night. That's 20 mm. hours in one week. And you kind of, and you got to fill so much time because you don't get many callers. Or you get more than you'd expect. But at the same time, it's quite depressing. I mean, you know what the talk sports studios were like at the best of times, even when it was thriving on a sunny day. But when it's mm. the dead of night and it's just you and one other guy and you're just there for hours and hours and Literally hours. graveyard shift. And hours. Don't they, didn't they get a lot of Australian listeners who were listening like in the afternoon sort of thing over yeah, there? Yeah, you'd get a bit of that. Touch. And nutters who stay dog up fuckers. all night. Dog, there was a lot of dog fuckers. Um... <laughs> One one morning, the production team off of Breakfast, I say this now, they've all moved on, but there was a young production team who worked on Adam Brazil's Breakfast Show and they had been out all night. They'd gone out in the evening, mm. right, and they'd gone on an absolute bender. Oh, they'd probably finished work at like 9am the day before. They'd gone on a bender. They'd carried on all night. I don't know how they'd stayed awake, but somehow wow. they had, right? Some and, tablets maybe. And they came it straight in. And they were paralytic, right? And it was my second day, and I didn't really know anyone there. And the first thing you had to do in the build-up to handing over to breakfast was the moose, who is a well-known character yes. at Talksport, would Not come in, moose. would come in, and go through what was in the paper that morning's papers. Mm. And he was just a tr- tricky character, especially when you didn't know him that well, uh, which I didn't at the time. And this. This uh, production team, the producers got into the gallery and were talking into my ear, just saying the most obscene things to me, (laughs) particularly about Moose, right? And saying things about him, then saying, if you agree, nod your head now, right? (laughs) And it was almost like... It was almost like a sort. It was just. It was like good battle training, I suppose, because once you've gone through all of that stuff, then you kind of you're confident. Um, But I would never like to do overnights again. But I would do it on Radio Two with you because that's definitely that's like the highest you can get, isn't it? That station. Yeah, that's what we're aiming for. I think so. No other station, I'd be prepared to do it. But Radio Two, yes, we're in. In a heartbeat, and I'll even drop the dog fucker for it if I have to. And there, that's how serious we are. If you're listening yeah. to John BBC Radio Two, <laughs> I, I find as well when I'm listening to Talk Sport and the moose comes on, I like to envisage an actual moose talking. <laughs> it makes it a lot more entertaining. The sports moose, <laughs> sports moose, yeah, with great big fucking antlers. Talking of strange animals, last night as we were. Um, just about to switch off the light and go to bed, my good wife and I. Hmm? I can't remember why, but I asked her what an ox was. Whose turn is it to switch off the light? She said, why do I have to switch off the light? You remember the time I burnt my fingers on the lamp? (laughs) (laughs) Mother says I'm not allowed around hot objects and you're to do it. (laughs) Hot objects. That'll be a good name. That'll be a good name for a Kenny Everett sexy dance troupe, wouldn't it? Hot objects. <laughs> Hot objects. <laughs> my mother's very strict about that. She calls up my wife most days. You haven't had him near any hot objects, have you? <laughs> we don't want him getting burnt again. I told you on your wedding day. You said you promise. <laughs> now I've heard from Sam that you've been making him go near hot objects whilst you've been in lockdown. You said you were going to add it to the wedding vows, but on the day you mysteriously forgot. <laughs> How convenient. 
<laughs> you whore. In sickness and in health. <laughs> I promise never to let him touch an object. You painted whore. <laughs> so you asked her what an ox was? Yeah, I don't know why. She was like, what the fuck are you... What, go to sleep. And I said, yeah, but the thing is, I've been thinking about it. So, well, I read about an ox earlier, or someone mentioned an ox. Mm. And what is it? Is it a massive super cow? Is it a type of cow? Is, or it? is it just a related to the cow family? I've, I I don't fucking I know. I think it's a kind of, it's a big old cow, isn't it? Well, she knew that I wouldn't calm down. So she switched the lamp calm back down. on. Put the and, hot object back on. And she Googled <laughs> it and showed me a picture. And apparently yeah. it's a bloke cow that's been castrated. Mm. I don't oh, right. know why. I think it's been castrated so it'll just focus on its work more because For they're really good. bred just to plough the fields. Yeah. And then, then of course, we got on to buffalo. Mm-hmm. Again, what the fuck is a buffalo? Mm. Is it is some kind of super cow? Is it a horse? Is it a cross between a horse and a cow? Don't know. Mm. Throwing that one out to the cunters. Okay, good. I mean, there's a, there's a, uh, an annual feast near to where I live in a, a town called Hortonley Spring. Oh, good uh, And they have, uh, they roast an ox at the beginning of the feast. It lasts no. for a week. That, yeah, they roast an ox. And That's people outrageous. queue for hours to get an ox sandwich. It's been going have on since about... It? I've never gone. One year I will do. I've always had, like, commitments of, like, childcare and school run and all that. Because so they do you've it never got to have an ox sandwich? I've ne- but I will do. If it's on this year, which I doubt it will be, I'll go and do it. You know what I can see? But, I can um, see a top flight time machine outside broadcast situation yeah, from this from an, fair. From an ox consumption. Well, what's it called again, the place? It's Houghton, Houghtonly Spring, and it's called Houghton Feast. Right. And The Houghton Feast is something yeah. that I feel that we should go to and cover. And there's a fairground. That I should apply my journalism to. Yeah, maybe you should. I, I love should. Country, I love any sort of country fair or fate. I mean, mm. in the Isle of Wight, I go to all of them. All the villages have their own show. They call them shows. Yeah. And uh, I go to pretty much every one I can get to, to be honest. I'm just quickly looking summer. to see how long it's been. I think it's, it's it's gone on for years and years. But let's have a quick look. Uh, when did Holton Feast start? Uh, 12th century, mate. Fucking 12th century. Proper, this is proper fucking stuff. amazing. They've been roasting oxes for a, a millennium. Is it a millennium? Yeah. A thousand years? Yeah. A thousand years yeah, is a millennium. Yeah, they are. They are. So they go. And now I'm starting to worry that it's slightly the wicker man, though. Nah, it's not. A few people die each year, but, you know, that's just natural <laughs> wastage. <laughs> Any <sighs> feast... Of any kind, as a few people are dying. Yeah, well, you're going to a big feast. Flattens, isn't it? Big feast. Um, it's the whole point of it is it's slightly anarchic. It's it's um, like the Grand National. A couple of horses are going to die. Yeah, and you know but, everyone sort of just accepts that. It's part yeah, of the you fun, get a isn't few it? fucking silly lefty kind of protesters, <laughs> crusty types, turning up <laughs> trying to tie themselves to things. But you know, we just give them a good hiding it's, round it's the back. What happens? Yeah. <laughs> we take them around the back of the portaloos and give them a right good fucking shoeing and they don't give us much more trouble. They kind of enjoy it. That's what they come for. Yeah. They come in banging perverts. on about human rights and how we shouldn't allow people to die just for the sake yeah. of this fucking ox thing. But we beat them up and then we stuff fucking ox and charred human remains into their mouths forcibly. Yeah. 
We do. And in Same the end, sort of thing happens with, with Horton Feast. Yeah, yeah and we give, we give them a couple of fucking bombers and the, in the end, they're right as rain. Put them on the bus. <laughs> Get that fucking forest fruits bombers down you. Might help you fucking chill out a bit. Here you have a little sniff of this. Everyone else is having it. <clears throat> Jalapeño. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Jalapeño. Shall we do some Snow White? Yeah. Maybe. Um, where, where were we up to? We were... Um, the dwarfs were just leaving their place of work, their diamond mine, weren't they? Yeah, we were and on that the week before as well. We were, yeah. We didn't really do any of the film last week. We just did some of their, their right, names. Let's get to the good bit, right? This is All when right. they come home Ooh. and they okay. see that some cunt's fucking broken into their house. Yeah. And this is the bit where shit gets really real. Yeah. Are they right. singing high horse? They're heading home from work? Yeah. So they're singing it's off to work we go when they're heading home. I think they might have toyed with the lyrics. All of a sudden, uh, Doc, with- who is their self-appointed leader, yeah, uh, stops. They're all quite jolly because work's over for the day and they're just going home mm. <laughs> for a sandwich and a wank. <laughs> <laughs> Right, <laughs> that's what they do. Um, Haven't they got all their beds arranged in like a semicircle? Do they all wank at the same I, time? No, think? I think they've. Is there, is there a wanking room? There's a wank. Yeah, <laughs> they take it in turns. So they always Grown have men. To, dopey, the- dopey, dopey, fucking spends ages in there. They always have to like the egos last because if once he's in there, he won't fucking leave. You know what's our, what's our bit- combined? What's our combined age again? Ninety one. Mm. Something like that. Anyway, there we go. And uh, they, so anyway, Doc grinds to a halt and he's like, yeah. hold up everyone. There's some cunt seems to be in our dwarf house. Yeah. They shit themselves and they all duck behind a tree and they it's see the not, lights are on and there's smoke Snow White's gone chimney. to bed, hasn't she? She's gone to bed. She she's having a kip. She couldn't give a flying fuck. She's, she's tidied like, the house and now she's having a kip. This, I'm going to bed. Fair enough. She put a shift in. I know, but it's not her well, house, mate. I, I say that she's a lot of delegation happened. She get yeah, she got fucking squirrels and that to do the most of it. They creep into the house. Mm-hmm. They see that it's been tidied. This freaks them out because obviously they've been living like fucking scum, pigs for years, <laughs> like pigs in fucking shit sty. Uh, and they see that there's even fresh flowers in a vase on the table, which yeah. they can't believe. Uh, some of them are. Concerned, some of them are seem quite pleasantly surprised. 
Grumpy is fucking livid about the whole thing. Obviously. Um, and then they creep upstairs. I'm moving quite quickly now. Um, they creep upstairs to... Oh. Yeah, they creep upstairs to see her and they I heard find a noise her asleep yeah. in bed. They, By the way, they've gone up brandishing... When they first go into the house, they've gone up brandishing weapons. Axes. Fair enough. Axes, um, bats. Someone's got a I, knife. I, it, from the outside, it didn't look as if it had an upstairs, this place. It, was it a Dutch bungalow or something? Or it's got the upstairs <laughs> in the attic. Bungalow? That sounds like a sexual euphemism. Yeah, Dutch bungalow by... <laughs> new yeah. single, Dutch, Dutch bungalow by hot objects. <laughs> <laughs> a Dutch bungalow is where it's got the up, it's got an upstairs, but the upstairs is kind of in the roof area. It's in the attic. I thought it was where you put one finger up the bummel and the other one... No. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they call the Dutch bungalow, that. <laughs> Do you like it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like that, yeah. Still Dutch bungalow. Lots of lasses like it, right? So they come in, and it's a disc- it's a horrifying scene. There, they have a mixture of bats, axes, mm. pickaxes, mm. and like I say, daggers, and they surround this bed. She has pushed all of their little dwarf beds together to make one giant bed that she is lying mm. across. And she's covered for some reason, which is another fucking weird bit of mystery about her. She's covered her whole body, including her face, in a blanket. <laughs> fucking <laughs> weird, right? As if she's and dead. So they creep in, they surround the bed, and on Dot's orders, they all raise up their weapons. Now, what yeah. they're about to do is what I call an Oscar Pistorius, i.e. Mm. they're going to fucking... But, like, shoot first and ask questions later. They don't yeah. know who this individual is. Mm. All they know is that this person has not got in and stolen anything. Quite the contrary. They've got in and tidied the whole place up. Nevertheless, they're like, right, get your axes, your swords, your batons, and smash this person, smash their body and their skull in. Smash, right? smash, smash. Smash until you can On hear the, three. the brain squelching out of the shattered skull. That is what has to happen. For we are dwarfs and this is our way. <laughs> that should right. be their catchphrase throughout the film. <laughs> we are dwarfs and this is our way. <laughs> um, and uh, at the last minute, thank holy Christ, mm. Doc, and they're surrounded. I freeze framed here. It's so scary. They surrounded her with all of their weapons in the air, at mm. last minute, Doc pulls back the blanket and they see it is, in fact, a beautiful child. Yeah. A girl lying, having a lovely kip in their bed. So they mm. sort of, like, when they are just inches away from battering her to death. horrific murder. Yeah. This is a side of the dwarfs that I wasn't expecting to see. No. The murderous side of them. The very murderous people. The, the fact they'll think nothing. They won't think twice. <laughs> a murderous the, race. The 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 mo. <laughs> their mo suggests to me that this is not the first time that they have exactly. had to kill yeah. an intruder. Yeah, right. They, they, they're on autopilot here, yeah. aren't they? It's just like the, get your the, sticks. Just, and like, let, whatever we, this is, lads, let's. 
Lads, we, pull. lads, we know what to do. You all know what your job is. <laughs> now get You've to all it. got different skill sets. You've all got different weapons. You know, that we've done a, this. There is a living creature in our dwarf house. Batter it yeah. to death. If we've done this once, we've done it a thousand times. <laughs> we're on autopilot. Uh, this is what we're trained for, lads. So <laughs> she wakes up. They, they're they scared of her they, now. Uh, they wake up. They hide behind underneath the bed. She wakes mm. up. They poke their little heads up. She sort of screams, but then she's like quite delighted to see them. And she, she says, how do you do? She's very patronising to them. Very patronising. She's yeah. like, you know... From this point onwards, as soon as she befriends them, she basically... These are grown She's a child. These are adults. Yeah. Doc Doc looks like he's in his fucking 70s. He's a bloke who's been round the houses. He's seen life, mm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's seen, like, I've fucking done it all. I've worked on oil rigs, right? I worked, as a, I worked as a fucking bouncer in a clip joint, right? I've, I worked in a mental home once doing the laundry, and the stuff you saw there was probably matter than even what when I was in the army. I was a bare knuckle fighter when I was twenty. Yeah, I was. I, I used to help um, gentlemen thieves break into houses when I was a kid. Right, I've done it all. I've been married. I've been married five times. Right, divorced. I've been bankrupt three times. Right, <laughs> I survived cancer. Right, twice. <laughs> I've had a bollock off. I battled cancer once at the bollocks, once at the brain, right? Battled it and won twice. Saw that come off. My old fucking head. My head had to come off. (laughs) They had to take my head off, cut out the cancer, put it all back together again. again. That's where this scar's from, right? And I only had a local while they did it, so I I could see what they were doing. I done a, a fucking eight stretching chokey back in the nineties, <laughs> right? For fucking ecstasy pill smuggling out of Amsterdam, we used to do it. We used to do it. We used to hide them in flowers, right? Pretend we were importing all the flowers from Holland, you know. Uh, got done for that eight years because I kept my mouth shut. Could have got off in one, but I kept my mouth shut. They wanted me to grass, didn't they? On Mister Big, when they uh, when I when I had me bollock off. They left a little flap in the scrotum because I wanted to get access and I put the pills in there. <laughs> but, you know, that was the 90s. We were fucking doing the amount of pills, good quality pills then as well, that we were getting through at them raves. It was like, yeah, I've never been so minted, but that all came to a stop, right? Fucking government. So I've done a, I've done a stretching, chokey, cancer, heart attack. <laughs> got a heart attack when I was on the Charlie big style right I had a big fucking Charlie problem for a period in my life after my third marriage broke down the kids didn't want to see me I was drinking heavily and I was uh, the, the thing is my missus who was normal sized well I don't like to say I don't like to say normal size what I mean is she was not a dwarf let's say that much right everyone has a different normal she poisoned the kiddies minds against me Right, <laughs> filled, the, filled their heads with all sorts of lies and bullshit. They didn't want to see me. I've never felt lower. I got I got very into drinking whiskey, and I was doing a lot of fucking snort at the time. Anyways, one night, pressure. I was facing 
uh, I had a lot. I was in a lot of problems with the tax man. I thought I was going to have to do another stretch in Chelkey. Uh, I overdid it on the snort. Next thing, bang! I'm in a fucking cardiac ward having a bypass operation on <laughs> my dwarf heart, which is different to you new, normal human heart as well. More you, complicated you'd think to fix. You, you, you think it'll be smaller? It is smaller, but it's a lot more dense. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so proportionally, <laughs> it's bigger. In a way, yeah. in relation to the size of uh, my body. Uh, if you put a regular heart in a glass of water, it'll float. You put mine in a <laughs> glass of water, it sinks. That's how you can tell. So that was touching go. In fact, the doctors, the specialist dwarf doctors, told me that I had been dead for three minutes on the operating table. <laughs> and I've come back because that is me. That's old doc. I've got a fighting spirit. I've survived I'll tell a lot, you this. I have. I'll tell you this. The day I met these lads, that changed my life. <laughs> I'll never look back. And we, you know, they, I met them and we got involved in the diamond business, right? And to be honest, it's probably the first truly legitimate thing that I have done in my adult <laughs> life. Uh, the money is sensational. But we don't spend a lot of it, to be honest. We, we live We're a simple fairly men. simple life. Yeah. I will um, say, I will say, I'll admit to this, the way we acquired the diamond mine <laughs> wasn't completely legitimate. But that's, that's in the past now. It's ours. And, you know, there's no point dwelling on it. Since What's then, done's done. There was a lot of, um, what can you say, confusion over ownership uh, and, and rights <laughs> to access the diamond mine. Once we had settled that confusion... Uh, let's say we lent some clarity to the situation, right? I can't say too much more than that because it is still subject to an investigation. Then... Every party involved was more or less satisfied by the end of it. <laughs> I know we were. Uh, now, we that has allowed me, although, yeah, yeah like what I always say, and I say this to the other lads because sometimes, you know, the likes of Dopey and Sneezy, they get these pangs of guilt, right? And I say to them, hey, lads, you cannot make an omelette without breaking a few fucking eggs. Yeah. <laughs> or heads. <laughs> and it's the same with diamond mining, right? You can't acquire a fucking diamond mine in the middle of some woods unless you're going to be prepared to batter a few cunts first. <laughs> <laughs> and I say, there, there, Joe go back to sleep. I know the images flash back through your mind, right, <sighs> at times, but you've got to put them away and think of the amount of fucking dough that we are getting out of that. It's literally a money pit, a money we've mine. Got it. We've got it how we like it now. We've got the security's top notch. We've got that little shed where we put the diamonds and we hang the key next to the door. So there's no worries, as far as I'm concerned. Everything's fine. <laughs> no cunts are going to come past The there. mine's ours and will be for the foreseeable. Plus, because we, you know, we really went to town, we went above and beyond, let's say, when we sorted out those other cunts who used to run the place, let's, right? Let's just say, let's just say word we put out round. a message. Yeah, word gets round. We put round. out a message. Word gets round. You can leave the key where you fucking want. You'd have to be a fucking idiot to go anywhere near that fucking mine. Trust me. <laughs> so Doc is this guy who, yeah, as mm. we can tell, he's he's lived a, a, a life that is rich and eventful. Mm. He is not yeah. a, he's not wet behind the ears. No way. I spent four years in Africa. 
right? Where <laughs> Somalia, Somalia, where I became a fuck. I don't know what. Don't ask me why. I still can't work out. But I became some sort of warlord in a in the civil war, right? And that I'll was tell not you what, why I went no out better there. Feeling. There is no better feeling than driving around in a jeep with an AK-47 in your hand. <laughs> with a child army, right, who would literally do anything you tell them to. Once you've got a bunch of kiddies, right, if you get them young, if you, if you take them from their parents young, right, <laughs> then they develop a sort of a, uh, it's almost like love. It's a, it's a form of devotion, right? They see you like a god figure. And you can tell them to do anything, and they will do it. They will run into danger. They will run into the jaws of a lion, right? Actually, as I did actually make one do that once. Like, that was just more, we've been on the drink, and it was, was like weird. A, it was a bet I had with one of the other warlords. <laughs> but that was a weird time in my life. You know, how did that happen? And now I don't I'm know. stood here. I'm stood here with this little girl in my bed, and <laughs> I can handle it. I can handle it to me. To these other lads, some of these cunts, that, you know, they haven't been around the houses like I have. But to me, I'm like, yeah, there's a girl in my bed. She's tidied the place up. What next? Do- doesn't, yeah. you know, whatever yeah. life throws at me, I'm ready for it. It's a bit of a curveball for these other lads, but, you know, yeah. that's why I'm the leader. That's why I'm the leader. But, you know, the way she talks to us, I can see she's a nice lass, right? She <laughs> means well. She's tidied the place up. Great, it needed that. But she's... She talks to me sometimes like I'm a fucking idiot. And I feel like <laughs> saying to her, love, you are about 14 and you've been living in a fucking castle. Right? Charmed life. Charmed life, bankrolled by your fucking stepmom, right? Your whole life. You you don't know fuck or you don't know your ass from your elbow, right? <laughs> then there's me with everything that I've been through and you're talking to me like I'm the dopey cunt. Now, let's fucking reassess this dynamic. <laughs> Dopey's the dopey cunt. That's why we call him Dopey. Do you want to patronise someone? Patronise that cunt. <laughs> so they all. So, um, so there we are. Uh, Snow White's just woken up, um, and we've run out of time, Sam. Well, we've that's that's fine because I think we got a lot of stuff about Doc's backstory. We did. I, think I hope we needed that, that. Do- that Disney wake up and do a spin-off film about Doc. Yeah, yeah. We're happy to do one. You know, we'll script it, storyboard it, everything. Voice it. We're reasonably cheap. It, yeah, just called Doc. Yeah. A Snow White story. Fucking hell, yeah. Doc, a Snow White story, you know. I, mean, I imagine some of the cunters are already designing a poster for this. They're rubbing their fucking hands, yeah. <laughs> I was born in a fucking circus in what is now known as Croatia. It was then... <laughs> <laughs> was then... Part of communist Yugoslavia. <laughs> <laughs> this is my story. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, that's it for this week. Uh, we'll be back with another seven seconds of the film uh, next week. Uh, hope you're enjoying it. It seems to be coming into its own, I think. Um, <laughs> See you, cunts.
This Mother's Day, treat mom to healthy, glowing skin with Osea's limited edition skincare sets. Osea has been making clean, seaweed-infused products for nearly 30 years. Their advanced eye care duo brightens and firms skin around your eyes, while the Golden Glow Body Trio nourishes and smooths skin all over. Go to oseamalibu.com and use code MOM for 10% off your first order site-wide.